like it's recording. Yay. Perfect. I wasn't, ex- I wasn't sure if, uh, if it would work necessarily because we are kind of far away from each other. <laughs> yes. Well, part of, you're up in Canada and I'm down in the, the Southwest U.S. So. Yes. Yeah. I am calling you from southwestern Ontario. Okay. Yes. So near the border, near the Michigan border, uh, probably two hours south of, three hours south of Toronto. I've never been to Canada. The closest I've ever been is maybe Seattle, Washington. Okay. So. That's still still quite a way. (laughs) (laughs) It is. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, New York, but more like in the city, not up by Buffalo or anything like that. Right. Um, Erie. Is Erie? Yeah. I guess that's right across, right? Right across yeah, the lake? Yeah, Buffalo is right across uh, as well from Niagara okay. Falls. So, yeah. Cool. Sort of. Very cool. So, we are talking to Adam Field today from Ape Man Strong, and he lives in Phoenix, Arizona. How are things in Phoenix, Arizona today? Is it hot and sunny? Yeah, it's super hot. So, you know, we had kind of a mild entry to our summer, but it is now officially here. So if you've never been to Phoenix in the summers, it'll be upwards, you know, above 110 most days, especially like in July and August, you know, probably, yeah, 110 to 115 every day. Crazy. It's hot. But, it, you know, it's, it's a dry heat, as they say, which I didn't right. understand as a kid. But now that I've oh, traveled, yeah. like, to places like Atlanta and where it's humid, it is sure. – there's no humidity here. So while it's hot and it's almost like you opened up the oven uh, right. in your kitchen and stepped inside of it, it's not, like, sticky hot, right. which is You're really uncomfortable. Like, my hair would do okay. It would fare okay in your Yeah, way. you'd be fine. It might be dried out a little bit after the end of summer, yeah. but – I'll take that over the frizz. We get the humidity here. And so that's pretty brutal, but not that hot. Although, you know what? I kind of can see myself heading your way when I retire. I don't know. It sounds good to me. A lot of people do. It's a big retirement state, Arizona. Yeah. Because I think because of the weather, you know, it's beautiful most of the year. You know, eight, nine months of the year, you can't beat it. Oh, no. No, I, I don't think I'd complain a lot, Adam. <laughs> right. um, I'm, I'm not so... a cold weather person, so I'm happy to yeah. be down here. <laughs> You're happy to be away. This time of year, you'd like it here. But uh, anytime after Thanksgiving, you'd be ready to head back home. <laughs> so I, can, I understand. Well, I'm really, I'm so thrilled that you have agreed to come on my podcast and that we're finally getting to do this recording and... It's, it's really, um, for me, it's, it's kind of monumental. It's just, um, you know, I've shared my story with you, Adam. And I, of course, my listeners know that I am a bereaved mother and my daughter, Sophia, died actually seven years ago. Yesterday was the anniversary of her death. So, you know, when I chose, when Adam and I kind of, we didn't really go back and forth a lot. I threw out a date and Adam just quickly was like, sure, sounds good. Like super agreeable. Um, this day seemed like a day to me that was meaningful because it was, you know, I'm kind of coming out of some darkness from just a little bit of, um, you know, reliving the days past and Aww. leading up to the end. You know, I just felt like talking with you today would be really meaningful to me. And so I'm so grateful that you are joining us on Healing and Hope Through Grief 
today. It's very meaningful to me. I was really honored that you even asked me to be on the podcast. I didn't realize till yesterday that we were this close to the anniversary of that till I saw your mm-hmm. post. So then I was um, even more honored to be on your podcast. Aww. So thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. So those of you who aren't familiar with Eight Man Strong, which I have to say, those of you that know me know that when I come across something in my life that impacts me, that makes a difference to me, I share it. And you are, you are going to know about it. And so, of course, all of my close friends know how strongly I feel about 8 Man Strong and the brand and what it and just how much it's helped me and how I see it changing and helping other people. This brand is more than, you know, an athletic wear um, promoting powerlifting and MMA. It's not, a, it's, it's so much more than that. And that is what I really want to talk about today. And just quickly, I'll, I'll tell my story, how I came across your brand, Adam. Um, and I know I've shared this with you. Probably, I'm going to say, we're at seven years since Sophia passed away. I'm going to say, probably within the first year after Sophie died, one of my friends gifted me one of your t-shirts and it was the overcome shirt. Okay. And, you know, you know, I open up this gift and it's, it's a cool shirt. It, you know, I liked it. I liked fit, but it was, it wasn't just that it was the message that came with the shirt. So with the shirts, with eight man strong come cards and, and kind of the meaning behind the shirt and what it represents. And that particular shirt came with a card that said the titles persevere. And it's just in a nutshell. I mean, I, if I could, I'd read all the cards. I really, really would. (laughs) Um, I would, I just, I love them. You, and, and you need to know that Adam is the author of, of these cards, these very meaningful Um, writings and they're so impactful and this card persevere it just it got me out of a darkness it kind of described that the hopelessness that I feel is surrounding me isn't going to last forever and that emptiness and doom and just the suffocation that I was feeling of course from just trying to survive outliving my daughter that I was going to be okay And so it's hard to describe how that impacted me. It really is to articulate it. So years go on and I wear my shirt and I follow eight men strong and I just kind of see what, you know, what Adam's up to and his brother and what they're, you know, they're kind of doing. And I don't know, probably a couple months ago, I reached out to Adam because I wore, I I had my shirt on and it was just a couple months into starting this podcast. And I, went back to the day that I received that shirt when I first started wearing that shirt and how I've morphed and transformed into a bereaved mother. Yes, always, but a bereaved mother who had strength, who had hope and who was healing. And I wanted Adam to know that his brand and what he represents, that card, his writing, all of what he is just emulating just has impacted me so much. And so there began Adam and my relationship. And I, I'm thinking we're, it's, it's going, it's morphing into a friendship. 
and how he and his brand impacted me and truly helped me. So the more Adam and I began speaking, I wanted to do a couple, a few podcasts surrounding the writing. So basically based writing. So I actually did three and you can find them here on Healing and Hope. And I, I loved, I, I love each and every one of them. I did, um, I called them Eight Man Strong series, Finding Strong, which is his mantra and the Eight Man Strong mantra. So I did Strong in the Storm, Finding Strong, uh, Persevere, Finding Strong, and my personal favorite, and I, I don't really love to listen to my, I don't love listening to myself, period, but I listened to, <laughs> I listened to the one that I, I wrote or that I, I spoke about surrounding your writing, Lifted. And okay. who and what lifts you. And so from there, I did those podcasts. And then, of course, now here we are. I've invited Adam to share just some more insight. I know how the, the brand Eight Man Strong began and what it really exemplifies. And I really, really am excited to have you share a little bit more with our listeners today. Yeah, I'm always blown away and humbled when I hear stories like you just gave me about the brand and what it means to you and the writings and how it's impacted you. Like I, I honestly like never know what to say when people like things and want to have a conversation like this with somebody. Um, Yeah. I don't even know. (laughs) Honestly, I don't even know how we got to this point. It's kind of like you just kind of start off on this path as a business and it's almost like divine intervention a little bit on how it evolved, but just to give you some background on the brand, um, I was not a writer. I was not an apparel person. I was, I literally did commercial real estate and finance for about 20 years of my life. I graduated from college here at Arizona state in 1997. And I immediately at that point went into real estate and finance. And I did that for a long time. I did it. I had built a business doing that. Um, It was, you know, successful by any measure, I guess I would have had going into it as far as financially successful. And I had, I want to say something employees and here in, I'm sure it was global. I don't know how much of Canada happened, but in 2008, our real estate, our whole economy collapsed here in the U.S. and our real estate economy collapsed. And I was forced to start shutting down um, our, my offices and, and letting people go. And it was a very just nothing compared to like these stories I hear, like your story. I can't even imagine mm-hmm. like the darkness. But for me mm-hmm. at that point, losing my business and it was very it was a dark time for me emotionally. Um mm-hmm to like have something you built up and you start to lose it and you have no control over it. And you're having like people you care about that work for you, having to let them go during you already know it's a difficult economy. So I kind of went through that in 08 and tried to hold on and do real estate for a few more years. And I had to go start working at a bank um, because I couldn't do my business independently anymore. And so I'm working at this bank and I'm, I'm just kind of done and over real estate. And I didn't want to be like, I'm trying, I almost Mm -hmm. lost my house. I couldn't pay my bills. Like it was really a bad time financially for me. And I'm like, I felt trapped almost like I, Mm -hmm. this is all I know. I have to get through this. I have to keep paying my bills. I have two kids. Like at one point for me at that time, 
I hadn't paid my mortgage in probably a year. Mm. I was behind on every single bill, like collections and things like that. They were trying mm. to foreclose on my house, like putting notices on my door for auction and stuff. And oh, wow. I had barely any food. And I had like, oh. I want to say $23 in my bank account oh, at the gosh. lowest point. So it was like complete stress, complete mm-hmm. anxiety. Uh, really, like I said, a dark time for me. Didn't know what, to, but you feel trapped, right? You're in this mm-hmm. like life and you have to just keep going. Um, so right on the month of my 40th birthday. So August of, I don't, I don't know what year it was. <laughs> I'm going to say like 2013, <laughs> 2014. I think 2014. That's when we started eight, man. In August of 2014, the bank comes in and they fire me. They fire everyone mm-hmm. really in the lending department, but they fire me. And so I'm like, I have to go into my little office. I'm already like in a low point in my life for several years, like just trying to get through mm-hmm. this time. And I got to pack up like my desk and everything into a wow. box. I got to carry it out through the bank. Like it's very mm-hmm. embarrassing, I guess, <laughs> as a, you know, everyone's looking at me and I just like sat on my car for several hours like I didn't know where to go or what to do mm-hmm. and I kind of like just reached this point like this is I have to make a change like I'm either gonna mm-hmm. go try to find another job at a bank and continue in real estate which I'm burnt out on and I never mm-hmm. really loved deeply like my soul and right. heart was not into it it was more just about chasing success and like the deal and you know the sales and it mm-hmm. was you know I enjoyed it but I wasn't invested in it spiritually I guess Mm -hmm. so I said I'm gonna make like this is my I don't have any money anyway right I might as well just make a choice and do something that I really love to do so my brother who's four years younger than me had always had this this screen printing business Mm -hmm. so he owned this business here in Arizona um since high school and he would print shirts and he would print shirts for other bit other companies. So like construction companies and landscapers and people, you know, businesses that needed right. t-shirts and stuff, he would do that. So mm-hmm. always him and I were fans of like the UFC and some of the MMA type stuff. And I right. always had this, like every time we'd watch fights, I would say to him, we should make our own like apparel brand. We should do our yeah. clothing line and they can like UFC fighters or wear it out into the cage. And like, Again, I'm doing real estate and he, you know, I don't know where that idea came from, but I always <laughs> yeah. had this like idea, like that would be so cool. I would love that. So mm-hmm. we started talking when I lost my job, I was coming down here anyway, part time and I was printing right. shirts with him and he was paying me, you know, whatever dollars an hour, not sure. much like 10 or $15 an hour, just so I had some cash. Mm-hmm. So him and I started talking about, let's do this apparel brand together. That's our own line right mm-hmm. and it was it was about the idea of eight man strong at that point it was going to be more of a I want to say a lifestyle brand from my perspective because right. I was in this place where kind of when the economy went bad a lot of my business partners bailed out on what we were mm-hmm. doing I was left there alone I had this concept of like people nowadays don't persevere right they don't mm-hmm. overcome that was my con that was my idea at the time with the people right. that I knew boy, they give up awful quickly. Like Mm -hmm. I want this brand that's kind of about an old school mentality of getting through things and continuing forward and like, you know, pushing onward. So we were talking about that at the time. And (coughs) sorry. No. (laughs) Coffee. 
It's all good. I don't know what I just, <laughs> I got choked up maybe. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Sorry about that. Grab a drink. It's all good. So we were talking about this concept of the time of like mm-hmm. a lifestyle brand of like old school mentality. And somehow my brother came up with the idea mm-hmm. or the name Ape Man. Yeah. Which people say, where'd you come up with that name? I, I don't even know how we settled on that name because at the time yeah. we probably had like 50 names written on a board of what this could be called. Sure. And um, he just liked that name for whatever reason, which it is a unique name. And people ask all the time when I have the show, what is Ape Man? Like they, they're drawn right. to that name. I've and it, yeah. Kind of as the brands evolved. I don't know that it matches all of our messaging, but it's like a cool name and people like it. So exactly. We settled on the name Ape Man Strong. And he kind of was like, you know what? Like we were, we were into weightlifting ourselves just as a mm-hmm. kind of a, for me, it was a, it was an exercise to like, just get rid of some of the frustration or Definitely. like internal rage or anger I was feeling. And I thought it was a more positive outlet for me than like, yeah. I don't drink at all. I've never done any drugs. So I'm like a very, yeah. in that way, I live my life pretty clean. So I thought it was a better outlet for me to do some type totally. of exercise or weightlifting to release this anger than to be drinking every day. Like Definitely. some of my friends started doing and like, you know, I, I so. love that you mentioned that, Adam, and that you bring that up because I think that's too why I connect so deeply with your brand because of the fitness aspect. I see. And and that part. Am I I'm not a power lifter or any like, you know, but I'm I'm definitely into fitness and I will say that fitness for me in my grief and in my darkness has saved my life. So I get it and I love that. I love that aspect of Eight Man Strong for sure. Yeah, I think it's so important. And we can talk about it because you mentioned it when you emailed me, like I'm doing all this running now trying to do a race. Right. Before I was weightlifting and I was starting to lose that business, I got very into running. I was running all these marathons and like that was the first outlet for, for me during that time versus like the weightlifting. But mm-hmm. quick backstory, what happened is I ended up doing this super long race and I got rhabdo. I don't know if you know what that is, but basically mm-hmm. your kidneys shut down from over like working oh. like too long of running wow. and I couldn't run anymore. Right. So I started weightlifting as like a secondary alternative to life. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, my brother says, you know, this sport of powerlifting doesn't really have a brand that's like all about powerlifting. Like maybe we should start off the eight man strong brand and like market to powerlifting. Okay. Right. So I was just, Again, I'm desperate to like just get a business going to have any type sure. of income at that point. Like I'm all like, okay, if you want to do that, then let's do that. I'll focus on like powerlifting stuff. So one of the first shirts that we did at that time was this shirt that now looking back, well, I shouldn't say looking back. So I feel like you have this evolution when you have well, like you know, the seven stages of grief and things like this. Yes. I think one of those stages is anger. Oh, for sure it is. It's anger. Yeah. I had this shirt. This is where I was at this point in my life with what I was going through, which again, compared to what you've been through and your listeners looking back now, it's like, it's just money in the business. Like who really cares? It's not that important. But at the time, it's still, it's still a loss, Adam, for sure. The business is a huge impact in your life. I agree. Like the business is a loss. But I'm like, I guess at that point, you're kind of like, even though I was 40, I think I was young and like my my evolution as a person and like feeling empathy for other people and what other, you know, other things you're kind of focused on like your okay. own issues. Like, I, I want to say so. 
Sure. I have this lift angry shirt that we put out. That's just, mm-hmm. again, it's never, it's not like this attitude when I put out that shirt, like be in the gym and be like a super angry person and mean to everyone. And you're like an animal. Like that wasn't really what that was right. about. It was about <laughs> take this pain and this mm-hmm. rage that you're feeling and expel it in the gym and something that's positively impacting you like fitness and yes. let it go there and then go out and live the rest of your day yeah. as maybe like not so angry and nice enraged. Season. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you have no, I love every single thing about that. I love that. So I go like, okay, we have this lift angry. Then I had this powered by rage and I had yeah, like destruction forces growth again for me, like, when my whole business and life is destroyed, I got to grow sure. in another direction, right? So all these Absolutely. things were meaningful to me mm-hmm. just with my own experience. And that's where some of those things came from early on. Definitely. Well, powerlifting, like the MMA we're involved in, and we just started doing some sponsoring of ultra, ultra running. The, yes. the thing with the people that are involved in that sport, I found out, mm-hmm. they've all had like these traumas and tragedies Mm -hmm. happen and that's why I mean that's why they're in there doing that you don't like go in and start like lifting hundreds of pounds angrily because your life is awesome you know what I mean like there's something everyone has so we started getting these messages from people just and we didn't have a ton of followers and we were smaller then and we started getting these messages from people on our Instagram and you know email like with their mm-hmm. stories like yours. And they were very like traumatic. Most mm-hmm. people like had traumatic incidents that happened. I'm like physical mm-hmm. abuse as a child. We yes. got sexual abuse um, messages. We had people that were recovering alcoholics or drug addicts. You know what I mean? It was like right. all of these tragedies that people were trying to overcome and their yeah. therapy was, was exercise. Like, like we just talked about. So definitely. I started to pay attention to that in my writings. And then my next shirt that we did after all the rage and anger shirts was the <laughs> rebirth shirt. Right. And the rebirth shirt, okay. the writing behind that is still like centered on weightlifting if you read it, but yep. it was just that it's not just weightlifting for people. It's like a rebirth of themselves and their, and their soul and their spirit and who they are, this weightlifting. It's shedding yeah. off this, this trauma, right? Totally. It's, totally. I just, your writing is amazing, Adam. Like, I can't say that. I cannot possibly, like, I know you are very humbled by it. And it's hard to hear. It's probably really hard to hear. And I'm sure you hear it all the time. But your writing is so deeply meaningful to people. It really well, what's is. funny when people tell me that is, like, you know, in college, I got C's in all my English classes. Like, oh, I was man. not a great writer. These professors I- need to, I hope <laughs> that you email a couple off. <laughs> Jeez, I'm so old now. You probably won't remember who I am, but it was so. Every time I hear that, I'm like, man, I never heard that in my like in in my educational like experience. It was never like, boy, you're so smart with writing. But I wrote the rebirth shirt, and then like I started to, as I started hearing these stories from people, and then we'd go out to these powerlifting events, and it was like people would come up and talk to me about whatever, Mm -hmm. like. I started to, I guess, like connect with people like have where right. I start to almost, I just feel like we have a lot of collective energy with people in our lives. Like, you mm-hmm. know, when you like get bad vibes from someone, you can also oh, get sure. good vibes from someone or 
people that are in pain or whatever, you can mm-hmm. feel that if you're like, try to be sensitive to that or like really listen and open Definitely. yourself up. So I feel like I started to just like channel some of these stories I was hearing into my writings. And yes. I always do my writings in my old neighborhood that I grew up with. So I my childhood. Think about that. If you still go to your. <laughs> yeah. Old neighborhood, your old elementary school. Is that right? I do. I So I grew up um, here in West Phoenix, and I always will go to my old neighborhood. I park in my parking lot where I went to grade school. Yeah. And I get out of the car, and I start walking around the park that um, I grew up at, that I did all my swim team practices at, that I swam mm-hmm. at in high school, that I worked at the pool as a lifeguard. Like, my high school is right next to it, so... I always go there and I feel like part of that because, I mean, you know, we, we had like different things in our childhood. My brother and I, our parents got divorced when I think I was maybe 11 or 12. And so my brother was like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Um, difficult time for us then went through like, like any kid, I think whose parents are divorced and, you know, your mm-hmm. parents are trying to focus on themselves and like heal themselves. And so you're almost like left a little bit to your own devices as a child to deal with stuff. So I feel like when I'm there, I can tap a little bit into some mm-hmm. of that hopelessness or, yeah. you know, that pain you felt maybe. Same thing with my friends growing up. Um, it was a very, like, I want to say like a blue collar, you know, neighborhood. And the kids mm-hmm. I grew up with, like, there was things I know with some of my friends, like alcoholism with their parents and abuse issues that my, some of my friends went through. So I feel like mm-hmm. I'm able to... I I guess I get myself in that mindset of being a kid again and some of those, like, again, Mm -hmm. hopelessness that you might have felt. So some of that is there. Again, the people that I've talked to about what they've gone through as adults, I I just kind of get in a sad place, to be honest with you, which is kind of... I can hear it in your writing, for sure. Which is kind of... um, It sounds weird, but it does, over time, like, take a mental toll, Mm -hmm. or it almost, like, drains me a little bit to do it, it, which... Mm -hmm. Who would think like you're just writing things and like, but it re- mm. to get there to write, I think for me properly, I have to mm-hmm. somehow, again, I haven't had horrible trauma. Like to me, the worst thing that anyone can go through is losing a child. So mm-hmm. I don't even yeah. know really how I would ever like really tap into that type of pain, but mm-hmm. at least the experiences and the pe- what people say to me, like I try to just kind of yeah. put that into my writing. So I started taking people then on this journey that I was kind of going through where I went from this rage and anger to like this, okay, it's a rebirth and overcoming like the Mm -hmm. shirt you have and persevering. And then it kind of spread into some of these like um, 21 grams, which Mm, is a shirt about the the weight of the human soul. And I love um, the 21 grams writing. Very cool. Yeah. I read an article about that. And so just to give people a background. Yeah. Every time I write about this or put it on my Instagram, you get a bunch of people that want to debunk the, uh, the study. There was a scientist. I know. I'm like, you're missing the greater point. Yeah, of what it's the, the human soul. Yeah, right. So there was a study that the this, that this scientist had weighed people um, as they passed on. And he determined in his study that the human soul weighs 21 grams, which, mm-hmm. again, whether I mean, okay, whatever. But I'm, I'm I thought, man. Adam. I'm going with it. I I mean, I believe you have an energy, right? And it stays like a good. We totally do. Okay. So I wrote this shirt, 21 grams, just about like 
here we are focused um, all the time in our lives about material possessions and how we're doing versus our friends and neighbors and the house and the car and the money. And, and, and in the end, it's like, none of that stuff comes with you. All that comes with you is your soul and like the people that it touched and that you love. Right. So I wrote the 21 grams. Then I wrote a shirt, strong love, which was, Mm -hmm. Again, if your motivate if your motivation for something in life isn't love, then you're gonna like burn out on it. Do you know Definitely. what I mean? You have to truly love what your path is and what you're doing, or you're not gonna have ultimately long term success. Was kind of the point of that. Definitely. And it's just kind of like again, I'm almost like, and I figure people come to Eight Man at all these different stages, right? Some of them are totally. still at that anger stage, so yep. those shirts are still on go and and kind of almost go through this arc of strength where you start off angry and you get to this point of like living out of love if that makes sense I love that like I just want to share quickly on the 21 grams writing I just need to read this little snippet the part of you shared with this world that matters is the energy that comes from inside of you and never your possessions accomplishments or appearance on the outside because in the end 21 grams is all that will remain. So good. Like just so, so good. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like, um, I almost get frustrated with like, I look at like social media and some of the things people are focused on. And as a brand, you can't just come out there and be like, this is ridiculous. Like what are people? Sure. So I do it through my writings. Like what, yes. like, what are you like really I don't know. Like there's such a deeper meaning, I think, to why we're here and the people in our lives. Like you, if you're, yeah. if you're not connected to that, you're missing out on the whole experience. Oh, you're missing. 100%, you know? Adam. 100%. And like the persevere messages and things like this. And like, again, I mean, I've had like the spouts of depression over things that have happened. And I always just feel like, sure. again, getting back to like not, going into a negative place with how you deal with it, meaning Mm -hmm. don't start drinking heavily and things like this. Like I always go like, it's just like pain or it's just emotion. Like it'll pass and I'll be stronger from it. And it's not going to kill me that I'm in pain. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like you say in persevere, it may be another hour or a day or even a week, but there is a sunrise on its way. Right darkness yeah like we are all going to get into dark places that is life that is our journey but it doesn't last forever and it's okay you're feeling this like you're never ever your writing never alludes to you know get get yourself up like it's a process and your writing kind of walks us through that in a sense it truly does yeah I just feel like yeah I, I I always when I see people that are always happy and always up I go well that can't, I mean, that's not realistic. Like you can't, you're almost hiding something behind the happiness all the time. You know what I mean? Like you can't maintain that. (laughs) No. And if you, if you tell the young people in your life or my kids like, Oh, you got to be happy all the time. Like then they're, they're going to do what we're talking about. They're going to try to self-medicate with things. Like, why do I feel sad? I'm going to take this or that. Or it's like being sad or being down. It's just like part of the whole human experience. And if you're here for the yeah. human experience, then you just embrace those things too and go like, this is part of like my journey yeah. to something greater, hopefully on the other side, right? Like you have more understanding Absolutely. and more depth to your soul when you're, when it's all said and done. 
Agreed. I totally agree, Adam. A hundred percent. Um, I, I, we need to talk about the amazing initiatives that eight man strong. Okay. Has. Like we really do. Your company has supported and does support so many incredible causes. Um, you know, with your limited edition monthly teas that bring so much positive change. Um, some, in, some, which include, which is, this is very near and dear to my heart, heart the autism research, because, that is what I do for a living. I teach okay. kids and uh, I, I work with children with autism. So I love that cause. Make-A-Wish, another, another amazing cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophia, we were able to go on a little mini. She was very, very sick at the time. But okay. Make-A-Wish did help us take a trip to Toronto and take her to see the Lion King musical and I mean, that's incredible that your shirts support these causes. Special Olympics. My mm-hmm. brother has Down syndrome. Like, seriously, Adam, every cause that you, <laughs> <laughs> that you choose is like, boom. Um, you've, you've done special initiatives with Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, May was mental health. Of course, June. Oh, my gosh. June. I don't know. I hope you're going to get in more T-shirts. But your um, initiative for the month of June is the... A childhood cancer and all mm-hmm. a portion of your shirt sales go to the American Childhood Cancer Organization, which like just wow. Thank you so much. Like just for the amazing support that you do for the like I'll say on behalf of the childhood cancer community. Thank you. And on behalf of all of these other incredible organizations, I know that there's there's others. Yeah, we've done, I think, 36 or 37 different charities. So many. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best part of what we do for me. Like, that's the most rewarding part. I I say this all the time. I wish I could just figure out how to just do charity work forever and not have to worry about paying bills and things like this. But I saw your warehouse is massive. Like, you have a lot of overhead there. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. The shirts Um, aren't free. (laughs) No, there's like over. Yeah, but as we grow and as. So as you obviously grow, then some of those, those bills are constant, like your rent and some of that stuff stays the same. So the more you grow, the more than you can do like these charitable donations and stuff like that. So yeah, what happened? That was my brother's idea. So kind of to get into, so to go back a little bit, like, so we're in this powerlifting, this powerlifting world to start the brand. And we started getting messages from people that were like, I really love your brand and I love your messages, but I'm not big and strong. So I can't wear eight man yet. That was kind of what the thinking was in year one. So my brother goes, man, like they, you know, people think obviously we've done a great job of branding where they think we're this powerlifting brand. It's about (laughs) big, strong people, but Mm -hmm. that branding might, might be in the wrong direction a little bit because you're missing out on all these people that really relate to the brand, but don't want to wear the shirt. So That's where the motto. So at first, I think our, our first like um, tagline was people shirts or apparel for people to lift heavy weights, I want to mm-hmm. say. And so we changed it in year one, almost like within the first year, I want to say to this strong has many forms because right. I started going like we started in this powerlifting brand just it really wasn't even the original concept of everything eight man could be. It was just like one mm-hmm. portion of it. And so. It was like, you can be strong mentally. You can be strong emotionally for people. You can be strong in a lot of different things in your life. And besides just weightlifting or physically strong. So yes, we started the strong has many forms. And then 
my brother and I's conversations and really my brother again was a catalyst or something. This was like, dude, we should take our proceeds and money and start like supporting these charitable causes that are kind of helping people in these different areas where we're getting writings from people that they're struggling. So people sure. with cancer and people that have mental health issues and people we've mm-hmm. done stuff for rain, which is a um, incest and rape organization. Mm-hmm. And we've done human trafficking. And so we have all these stories coming in. So we start picking these charitable causes that are like related to, um, people in our community and our eight man strong family. And every single month we, we pick a different charity and mm-hmm. we don't, we pick, we do a limited edition shirt for that month. And then the proceeds of that shirt, which forgot to like $5 a shirt go mm-hmm. to that charitable cause. So, so awesome. We've done that for a couple of years. Um, and like I said, I think we've done like 36 or 37 different charities over that time. And, you know, I wish that's it was fantastic. way more money. I want to say it's like $70,000 we've donated that's over awesome. that time. But that's amazing. That's I, so I, awesome. You always wish, so like, you know, you see these other groups that are really big that have done like millions of dollars in charitable. So that's always the goal to like, sure. how do you keep growing? Get to that level where you're really impacting lives in a big way. But again, what's funny about that is, it's awesome to be able to donate money to these different charities that are doing this different work, but mm-hmm. you can impact lives like with the writings, right? With the yes. cards that go out. I was with just going to say that. And, and that sometimes has a way bigger impact on someone's life so. than me giving them whatever, a hundred dollars, right? Or Definitely. Whatever money comes down. So yep. I focus I, on I that so. a lot um, personally. And the other thing it's hard to do because we're running a business here, but Every time I like just stop worrying about the day-to-day numbers and bills mm-hmm. and, and profits. And I focus on what message can help somebody, what direction, what this help people, help people, help people. We are more successful. Like we grow and we grow again. You know what I mean? So I feel like sometimes the universe is testing me. Like it'll be a <laughs> oh. tight month or something like that. And it's like, okay, yeah. we focus on helping people. You're really worried about your bills. Like which one are you? So it's oh. almost like a test a lot. Hey, I think in your life, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just, I love it. I love the Finding Strong Foundation and I love everything it stands for. I really, truly do. I think you have a huge gift, Adam, and I'm so happy to share with everyone listening. And I can't encourage you enough to Check out 8 Men Strong on social media, 8manstrong.com. Um, you know, check out June's. I see you have um, children's T-shirts, too, which is so awesome for the month of June. I love right. that. I think yeah. that's fantastic. And to go back to your other point, we do have more of the adult shirts coming I in this week. I was just going to ask. Yeah. I'm, you know what's so funny, Adam? I, in my head, I'm like, I want to I ask if, because I know you sold out right away. Like, right. whoa, really fast. Um and because I went on to get my daughter one and I'm like, ooh, but uh, I'm going to go on then if you have more in stock. The they're coming. They're not are... there yet. They're okay. coming this week. So I can direct message you that they're there. Yay. That's um, awesome. <laughs> yeah. You never know. So sometimes we put out a cause and it's like important to us. And like sometimes it doesn't sell. Like it takes a week or two to sell out. Other times like this, it takes like two days. So yeah, I, yeah it seems like it was two days. <laughs> yeah. It went pretty fantastic. quick. And like I told you, I think when we talked early on, we do have the Finding Strong Foundation, which is our own foundation that we just started yes. like a year ago. Originally, that foundation had like three different directions. Like you just wanted to help children because we felt like if you could 
intervene early in some people's lives, you would give them a better chance of like having a happy, more successful life in some of these things they've gone through. So we were kind of focused on like childhood abuse issues and then at risk children that were like growing up in maybe economic conditions that were not ideal. And then children that were like sick, you know, that were going through whatever illness Mm -hmm. that was impacting them. But the more like, I just feel like I'm being pushed in this direction to do the, the sickness and the children mm-hmm. that are going through cancers and things like this, like your daughter was, um, just cause I've had so many people that come into my yeah. life in the last few months that have yeah. had that story. That's you've said that. I remember I was actually, I'm not going to lie. I was surprised to hear back from you so fast. I'm like this. Oh my gosh. Like, like I was just kind of shook. I'm like, wow, he, you were so personable. You responded right away. And and I feel like that very first interaction with you, I got a sense and a vibe that, all right, this guy, he, this is a message and mm-hmm. this is a message to him and that he needs to move forward with this because that's right. kind of what you alluded to that you just were like, you're, I've been hearing messages from people who I've, you know, impacted their life, who, you know, children have whose child has been um faced with cancer mm-hmm. dealing with cancer and you know it's just it's all for me i just feel like i do feel like in my life there are some meant to be moments i really do yes. and in meeting you and uh in becoming connected with you through um social media and now talking to you and you know our messaging that we've we've shared i just feel like we are meant to be connected in this life. And honestly, Adam, I will tell you, and uh, please pass on to your brother, Noah, anything I can do to help your foundation and moving forward with it. I will 100%. I've got your back. I, I love what you stand for. And I love what you do. And, and I've said that a lot in this podcast, but (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome. Thank you. It's just how it is. Um, Thank you. It really is. And I mean, you're writing, everything you speak about the resilience, having purpose, finding strength, overcoming. And I love, you know, lifting each other up, the awakening, awareness, and balance ultimately, ultimately is about living our best life. Right. And how can we do that? Right. How can we do that? And I feel like your brand really helps people understand and gives them, you know, some guidelines and guideposts on how to do that. And so, you know, I can't wish your business enough luck and future growth. Um, I I think Eight Man Strong's just only moving upward and onward here. I really, really do. I hope you're right. I mean, I'm just trying to impact lives the best we can. And I think that, yeah, the growth will take care of itself, you know. I think so, too. And I know when I, like, I am super small, my little, my little podcast that I, flippantly kind of threw together in January. I'm like, I am ready. I am ready to share my journey. And, you know, am I healed? Oh, hell no, I'm not. I mean, I will always be this bereaved mom in this healing journey. I always will. But in my journey, in the seven years that I've lived my life without my child, I I feel like I have gained knowledge and I've gained I know things that have helped me and I've no and I know things that have hindered me. And so by starting my podcast and and like you, I've heard people have shared with me like right. you know, and it, on a very small level, I've I've received you know messages like, you know, I'm so depressed and and this and that. And interestingly enough, I see so many um 
things that I'm comparing my healing and hope to eight man strong. But, you know, within my first month of, of my podcast, I morphed it into not just, I don't want to just talk to parents who have lost a child. I want to talk to people who are grieving, who are dealing with loss and Mm. in darkness, whether that be a divorce, a a job loss, whatever you're grieving. And, and I'm okay. I don't, I don't feel like I compare my loss. Like you said, there is no greater loss than losing a child. And I am confident in that. And I don't, I don't, but I still, on the same note, I don't dismiss your loss and your grief and your trauma and what you've been through. So, you know, I feel like there's just things that I'm, I'm learning even just from your business and moving forward and shifting and yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Well, that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Because you go through, I mean, you went through this incredible tragedy and now you're never out of it, like you said, but you're on the other side of a certain portion of it. And then you Mm -hmm. look back and you go, I can help all these people. Right. And it gives you some meaning and purpose. Like there's a deeper meaning to everything that goes on in your life. Like, oh, like, wow, I can help these people through this same thing that they're going through with all of my experience or knowledge or strength that I've gained. Right. So exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. I think we, you know, keep on doing what we're doing, Adam, for sure. And I look forward to continuing to support you and just see where eight man strong is going. And, uh, I, again, you can find eight man strong, um, on Instagram, Facebook, eightmanstrong.com, and, uh, go on and, and, uh, cop one of those childhood cancer. Yes. And, uh, I love the the mental health, the May shirt. Oh yeah. The stay in the fight shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Stay in the fight. Absolutely. And, and like you, you, um, one of your mantras is strength is meant to be shared. And right. I will thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for sharing your strength with us, Adam. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, it was great talking to you. And I look forward to, hey, I'd love to have you back. Yeah, anytime. Just let me <laughs> Sounds know. Sounds great. All <laughs> Thanks right. so much, Adam. Take All right, we'll care. talk to you later. Thank you. Bye, Adam. Bye.